0: Welcome to The Kaleidoscope with Alison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News and I am your host. Every week we discuss issues including gender and income inequality. This time we're looking at the critical situation in Haiti, which is being roiled by gang violence, protest, and little access to food and water amid political turmoil. It is still recovering from an earthquake and tropical storm in 2021. And some activists, like Gerline Joseph, say foreign intervention is a huge part of the problem. She is co-founder of the non-profit Haitian Bridge Alliance and begins by telling us what's happening on the ground there. That conversation after this short break.
1: Speaking as a Haitian American woman, seeing what is happening in Haiti is is frightening. And speaking with people who are in Haiti, people who are living in Haiti, should I say people who are trying to survive in Haiti, and speaking with uh, civil society leaders in in Haiti, this is a space that we never thought uh, could be possible. But here we are, once again, Haiti is in the news and in in a very negative light. And we do understand that this has been happening. This is creating a lot of pressure on the people of Haiti. They are tired. They are exhausted of living under those conditions, and we are seeing extreme violence, including gang violence, that has never been a part of uh, this level of insecurity and gang violence, never been a part of the Haitian culture. So that is one of the things that makes it really, really hard for for Haiti to grapple with what's happening, in addition to extreme political turmoil, uh, a, a lack of, of food right now, lack of oil, a gallon of gas is $30 in Haiti. And because of that, we are seeing extreme shortage of water, food, uh, children are unable to go to school, agriculture have been destroyed by international intervention. So this level of, of pain and insecurity, political instability and violence is is, is, is a new phase uh, for Haiti and its people. So let me ask you
0: something, because you were just saying foreign interference in the past has gone badly, and I think a lot of people don't know what that means. So can can you give us a little history?
1: Absolutely. If we want to look into Haitian history and Haiti's relationship to the rest of the world, right, Haiti being the first black republic in the Western Hemisphere, the second country to win independence after the United States. But not only that, it's a country that was created and built by people who were enslaved from different African tribes, putting themselves together to say enough is enough. As black people, we are going to to, to free ourselves, liberate ourselves, and create a new idea. And so, so so, we see if we are looking at that historically, that is unacceptable. It was unacceptable to the French, to the Spanish, even to the United States, that refused to recognize Haiti as a free and independent country Uh, 60 years after the War of Revolution, 60 years after black freedom and black liberation, the United States still refused to recognize Haiti as a country, as a sovereign country, for fear that if enslaved black people in the United States find out that enslaved black people in Haiti were able to fight, revolt, and win. Against one of the largest and mightiest army of the time, people in the United States, enslaved people in the United States, will too fight for freedom. So that was unacceptable to recognize Haiti as a country. So just to bring historical uh, uh, context, to what Haiti is, what Haiti means, to black liberation, to black freedom, and why the very existence of Haiti was never acceptable to the West. Bringing it back to today, we're seeing how U.S. foreign policy, we're seeing French, the Canadian, the core group still continue to meddle in the business of Haiti to make sure that we continue to be in that course. In addition to that, we see people in Haiti, what they call the oligarchs of Haiti, who continues to play into, into, into impacting, into creating crisis after crisis at the border. These are people with self-interest that do not prioritize the Haitian people, that do not prioritize the country. We currently have absolutely no governing body in Haiti since they have assassinated the Haitian uh, president back in July 2021. And again, still right now, the suspicion is that people who assassinated the president came from other countries. So it is very complex what's happening in Haiti, the relationship of, of Haiti with the Black diaspora, with the United States, the core group in other international powers.
0: So what do people on the ground in Haiti need right now? And who do they need it from?
1: The people on the ground, I can tell you what I am hearing based on uh, communications and conversations and trying to understand what's happening. Uh, because, Alison, I am an American woman. I am a Haitian-American woman. I do not live in Haiti. So, therefore, I don't live the, the daily reality of people in Haiti. So, I make sure that I connect with those who are in Haiti. I still have family in Haiti, relatives, cousins, uh, uh, grandparents, and all of that. So, we make, it, we make sure that we communicate with people on the ground every day. They need a chance to breathe, They are asking and and organizing and protesting and marching for a chance to to breathe, to be able to not just survive at home, but to thrive. So they are asking support for them to be able to find a Haitian-led solution, because for too long, it has been a solutions, or quote unquote, solution imposed by international players that does that never brings about the result that is needed. We can say one hundred percent that 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 interference and in solutions from outside of the country always fail. At the end of the day, we get cholera from the UN. We get a, a pillage of, 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 of the Haitian uh, 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 banks by the United States. We have extreme poverty. Because of external interventions in Haiti, so the people are saying no more external intervention. Just like they were able to fight their the, out of slavery to gain freedom, they can lead themselves. But they are asking for the international community to remove their boots from their necks.
0: All right, let me ask you a second question because you just answered what I was about to ask. Can People outside of Haiti, Haitian Americans, other people, is there a way to donate and help with any of the food and water needs, or is it impossible to get all of that past the gangs?
1: From what I am hearing, Allison, is that it is extremely difficult for AIDS to move from one place to another. We have entire neighborhood that has been displaced. For example, in Martissant, uh, in Quabec, who used that used to be a very middle class uh, uh, um, city neighborhood have been completely displaced. And and now the gangs are in control of many areas of the country, not only Port-au-Prince, but in in rural um, uh, uh, areas, such as in Cap-Haitien, in jack Mel, in Jeleny, where normally it would be peaceful uh, uh, activities, even when things are really bad in Port-au-Prince. So we are seeing it making it impossible for aid to move from one place to the next because of the gang violence. But we have to understand that, as I mentioned before, those gangs that are that are heavily armed, we do not produce. We do not have factories that makes weapons in Haiti. They do not. Uh, they do not uh, uh, have uh, factories that makes uh, uh, ammunition in Haiti all of those things are coming from outside of the country to continue this destabilization so what we are seeing right now i don't even know how to make donations we are trying to figure that out right now but i will i will strongly caution against right now donating to the to the big institutions that have always been the same hole same hole uh, after the earthquake billions of dollars were given to major organizations to, to, to build houses, they built. 10 shady homes that were not even uh, available. So I think right now I would say to keep to 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 um to wait until we understand what are the organizations on the ground that can properly uh, administrate administer any aids that is that should be sent to Haiti. But as as of right now, Alison, unfortunately things are so bad that from what we are hearing, even AIDS are, um, that are given. Um, have been unable to reach the, the the critical mass of people that are in need. So talk
0: to me about the immigration situation. I know that there was that incident last year where people were thinking that the Border Patrol agents were mistreating Haitian migrants, but why are people trying to come on boats right now through such dangerous waters?
1: Um, if we were to look into what happened in the Rio. Um, last year, which you just mentioned, when we saw uh, the border patrol uh, officer on horseback uh, lashing in, at, the, at the Haitian men, the reality what we saw is exactly what happened. It was not alleged. It was it, it was exactly what we saw. It was a man, a white man on horseback, uh, chasing, lashing, and literally holding. Uh, 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 an immigrant who was simply carrying food for for his for his two year old daughter and and partner who were under the bridge without any support from the U.S. government, and that that really brought into perspective how we continue to use anti black racism within the immigration system and to 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 mistreat. And and deport uh, people of African descent, and we can we we can tell you that over twenty six thousand people have been sent to Haiti, have been deported to Haiti on under the current administration, including pregnant women, nine months old pregnant women, and babies as young as two weeks old have been deported to Haiti. And I can tell you, it is simply rooted in anti-Black racism because at the same time we are deporting Haitians into Haiti on fire, we agreed to receive in process with compassion, with love, with dignity, 26,000 Ukrainians. So we were able to deport over 26,000 Haitians in extreme condition, in humane condition, in abuse, but at the same time, Welcoming 26,000 Ukrainians in less than six in less than two months. What I'm saying is that the way we welcome the, the Ukrainians should not be an exception to the rule, but should be what we do for all people, regardless of their racial background ethnicity of country of origin while they are they are literally fleeing extreme conditions. In addition to that, we see the root causes of migration is exactly the violence, the gang violence, the political internal, And honestly, many of it can trace back to US foreign policy in Haiti. So we currently have black migrants, Haitian migrants at the US Mexico border. We have black migrants Haitian women who are searching for safety due to um, uh, 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 extreme conditions in Haiti taking the seat. When we look right now, we are in the middle of hurricane season, but a young woman is willing to risk everything, knowing the possibility of surviving is, is very minimum, but they still take the risk to come to the United States and we see most of the time they are being returned back to Haiti, deported and expelled.
0: I've got to jump in for one second, Gurlene. and I heard exactly what you said about the migrants. The federal government here says that patrol agents did not strike Haitian migrants, although every single one of us saw that video. So let me just ask a question. Are the Haitian migrants that do not get returned back to Haiti, is your organization able to offer any help to them while they're here?
1: Yes, the Haitian With Alliance is the only Black-led, Haitian woman-led organization at the U.S.-Mexico border, and we provide humanitarian assistance, legal support, social services, organizing, advocacy, and working really hard on policy to change the immigration system as it is right now. So we work every day with Black with black uh, immigrants not only fall from Haiti, but from Cameroon, from Sierra Leone, Ethiopia. That is why under the Haitian Bridge Alliance, we created the first and only Black Immigrants Bell Fund because what people don't know When immigrants come to ask for asylum, a lot of time they get put in immigration prison and we have to pay a ransom of up to $70,000 sometime just to get them released. And I want to highlight without... Any criminal background, the only thing is come to ask for asylum. In addition to that, we also created the Cameroon Advocacy Network because we understood very clearly we did go to the to, to the uh, border for the Haitians, but we stayed for all people of African descent. So, yes, we are there providing support. Actually, Allison, we are in the middle of, of, of doing three funerals in Tijuana, of a two-year-old girl who unfortunately didn't make it. An older gentleman, who, due to extreme medical condition, did not receive the proper care in Mexico, died. And a young man who got shot nine times uh, while they were trying to rob him over over the last week. Uh, uh, so these are the issues we are dealing with on a daily basis, whether at the U.S.-Mexico border, in-country or people taking the sea, fleeing extreme conditions. And we say that immigration is a racial justice issue. Immigration, as at its heart, is a Black issue.
0: That's Haitian Bridge Alliance co-founder Gerline Joseph. And thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Alan Pang for his production assistance. Like what you hear? Do come back for more. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating or review. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys, CBS News.